I am a daughter of a Jamaican immigrant and a Harlem, New Yorker. My mom moved to America from Jamaica at the age of 13, along with her younger brother and my nana. Um, my dad grew up in Harlem, New York. He was a teenager during the civil rights movement, and he taught, most, taught me almost everything I needed to know. You know, what I realized was that um, the civil rights movement in the North and New York was very different than the civil rights movement in the South. But my dad always wanted me to stay educated and stay confident in who I was and who, what my history was. Well, my mom, she did not get a grasp of the civil rights movement in the same way that my dad did because she grew up around successful black people her whole life. And so coming to America, where she was seen as less than, she couldn't really grasp that. You know, she's always had this confidence in herself um, that she could do anything that she wanted. So I think this kind of made me think about the civil rights movement in a different way because I feel like I've never had to per se deal with some of the systematic effects due to my parents being successful and growing out of the situations that they were in you know both of my parents um, worked in corporate America and they were able to come out of certain situations and so I've never had to deal with systematic struggle per se but I've had to deal with society and stereotypes being the only black kid in private school you know going through certain things like that So when we first started the journey, that's kind of where I was coming from. I don't think um, I started to understand that, that, you know, it doesn't matter what privilege you have, but, you know, the history of the civil rights movement is crucial to understanding our place in society. You know, when we started in Birmingham, um, we visited um, the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute, and there was this rich history just out of that one city that I didn't even know of, you know? I knew about the 16th Street bombing. I know about Martin Luther King. What I didn't know was, I didn't know about Fred Shuttlesworth and his impact in Birmingham, but also the violence of the South. You know, I feel like I've never had to encounter violence face-to-face. I've never had to, you know, understand police brutality, um, so systematically um and so what i thought was interesting was my values were starting to not necessarily change but there was more depth to how i understood um the america that i live in today and while i think that there's been a lot of strides i feel like it's very interesting to see the cycles of Um, systematic oppression, but also violence and the view of black bodies in America. And so I think that starting in Birmingham, I was able to, you know, kind of grasp the whole point that there is change happening, but they have to recognize the past of Birmingham itself and the new mayor, Mayor Woodfin, has this this um, strategic plan called the Woodfin Way. And I think it's very awesome to see people who look like me um, working for a city of people who look like me as a majority and really trying to make strides to make sure that it reflects and gives people the rights that they deserve. Um, I think that's a very important um, thing to you know acknowledge um I also think that um Birmingham helped me see that black people are great 
and you know they have gotten power they've gotten the right to vote but not only they're holding office and so I think seeing the dichotomy between you know um it being in the heart of the historical black district um and and seeing that there's people now who are you know making laws and making change that um reflect what we but what I look like I think that's very empowering you know I'm a huge advocate for representation um what also struck me was Miles College when I I've never heard of Miles College before this trip and um I think that it was an important trip to see I don't think we learned a lot on the education of the civil rights side uh, except for when we were in the library but I do think that seeing Miles College and seeing how there was so much student activism back then but now it seems as though it's flipped you know it seems as though sports is drawing more people to HBCUs they have a new president you have athletes giving to the school so it makes it seem as though the school is growing but how can we still preserve like student activism in historically black colleges and universities I thought that was also an interesting thing so I think going there it made me realize that there is work to do even though there has been so much progress and preservation of civil rights that there are strides you know Miss Denise Gilmore there are strides to make more um preservation of the history that that sits there you know I think the most life life changing part was Montgomery Alabama um before Montgomery Alabama we were in Selma and in my mind I think the whole trip I was thinking about preservation you know um how can we or like how are people preserving history you know we see in D.C. A city full of history, of politics. We see science history. We see um, the Holocaust Museum. We have the African American Museum, and so we have things that are preserved in one city. But what happens when we go to the actual places where these these um, sites of activism existed? You know, we went into Selma, and I was like it looked abandoned and I was shocked you know we had the interpretive there was the interpretive center where we had our lesson you know where we learned about the history we learned about foot soldiers um we went to the brown ame church um which was well preserved because it's still a church now but walk like driving up I was like really I feel like we were stuck back in that time you know um and I feel like it was a very powerful moment to walk over that Edmund Pettus Bridge to come to basically what was a lynching memorial. You know, there was rocks and then walking through the woods where people were hidden on that night march, where like the police were hidden on that night march. I thought, I was like, oh my goodness, I feel like I, I'm, you know, it was a very spiritual moment for me. I felt like I was seeing my ancestors and envisioning a time where that could have been me, you know, and and seeing it as a blessing that I was born now, but also an appreciation for everything um, the people before us went through. Um, I also think that, it, I don't know, it was that, that part was crazy to me. Um, Going back to Montgomery, I think Montgomery, Alabama, you got to see 
the present tense of of where people who who are in activism now where they want to see Montgomery go and I think it was interesting because we 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 visited Alabama State University and we saw the rich history of student activism and then coming out of that place we also saw Just Mercy which was amazing it was amazing you know we got to see what Brian Stevens's interaction with death interaction with death row and his strat and his strides to you know get rid of the death penalty and also serve those who were been mistreated by systematic oppression you know I think a shocking fact to me was that that main character the police officer officer Tate was in was the chief of the police till 2019 I, I like that was baffling to me um but I think what I learned was that there is so much work to be done. And I remember in the panel, this woman was asking, you know, what are some of the issues that, you know, like back then they were voting for voter registration, reproductive rights, um, and some of the similar things that we are fighting for today, you know? And I think when it comes to voter suppression, that's something I didn't even know about. You know, being from Pennsylvania, being from Philly, we don't really think about you know oppression in that like way you know and Philly the main thing is police brutality and fighting against that but I think when it comes to voter suppression we see that there are still states who aren't giving their people their full rights and so I think that triggered in me that I still have a purpose in this life even though I cannot necessarily connect with struggle the way that I want to or like I don't feel like I need to connect with struggle in a way but I feel like um understanding um oppression in Montgomery helped me center my purpose you know she was um the the lady from the ACLU was saying that everyone has a purpose everyone has a job and our generation is the ones to carry that out and I think that triggered in me a sense of empowerment because she was basically saying that we all have a duty to carry out what our what our on what our ancestors wanted for us to do. And to see that those rights that they were fighting for are more of a silent thing that we have to fight, that we have to bring to the forefront. Um, it was very interesting because that makes me know that the 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 race isn't over. And I think when I think about um what I want to do in college, I think about, you know, how can I use my major? How can I use leadership fellows as a tool to help me affect change? Um, another experience in Montgomery was um, the lynching memorial on the Legacy Museum. I think that museum was very well done, you know, start to finish. You start with the history of slavery and you start with, and then you also go through um, the police system and the prison system. And you see that there are still systems in place that are not meant for black people. And I feel like it's very easy to get discouraged by that fact. You know, I feel like people could see Montgomery as such a a sad moment. But I think to me, what made me cry the most was going through the lynching memorial and seeing, basically seeing the names and like these bricks as you know bodies of people who have 
who have been violated just because of the color of their skin. And it's so hard to imagine me standing in a place and it being dangerous. You know, me standing on the side of KOBC and it being dangerous. You know, me going to imminent admissions and it being dangerous. Why am I here? And to the point where someone would want to kill me. And I think that looking at some of the stories along that wall, I really, really realized that it was bad. It, it was really bad. And it offered in me a sense of duty to maintain the rights of people um, across America. And I think... That, that was just very empowering to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also think that Montgomery allowed for me to understand purpose in a new way. Um, um. I think something that I learned about this experience is that the education system is not doing well on teaching us the history in the proper way. We skim over the civil rights movement and it's a crucial part of U.S. American history. You cannot understand American history without thoroughly understanding the civil rights movement. And I think that's what I learned that was important on this trip. My education that I got through this experience is one that I will never let go of because it reminded me of the impact that the civil rights movement had for black people and also for the preservation and for the building of community within black people. And now I look at my problems in a different way. I see a fellow black person and I'm like, there should be no hate between us because you know, like, I, I feel like there is a strong thing called black-on-black crime where where we're not coming together as a community and we sometimes we don't get on the same page because of petty issues. When we realized that there were no room for petty issues because their rights were life or death. And so I'm trying to figure out why there isn't that same level of urgency because black bodies are getting violated, so we still have police brutality. We still have people not being able to vote, who have registered to vote. And I think that these are the issues that are so pressing because how can we have a country that represents us if they're still stripping our rights away? And so I think that's a huge part for me to to what I want to do um, with my education here and how I can make the world a better place. Um, I think this journey is leading me to use my major which is strategic communications in a more positive light you know I think that sometimes people think okay I'm going to go to corporate America I'm going to get this job and that's what I'm going to do I think for me it's about the messages that the world is sending out and the stereotypes that companies are putting in the forefront that makes it dangerous for um, society to see certain people in a certain way. I think we talked about how a lot of people thought that black people were inferior and that that's how they were represented. They were fools. They were funny. They're only here for comedy. And I think that, and I think that my job and what I want to do with my major is be able to find a place for activism within that. 
if whether it's communicating for a nonprofit or communicating with these corporate communications companies that need that they need to reach wider audiences and then that, and that they need to present people in a positive way i think even in the presentations that we saw today we saw that heineken commercial that clearly has stereotypes that the fairer skin you are the better it, you will be and i think that those subtle messages play a big role in black people internalizing their past and their history of people telling them and continually telling them that they're inferior their life is worth nothing and i think that needs to be changed i think i understood my personal privilege as well and understanding that i have overcome a lot of issues and maybe i had got a head start (laughs) compared to other black people and i think that um my personal privilege will help me appreciate what I'm doing and realize that I really have no room for failure. I'm empowered to want to do better, to want my education to reach the highest level it can reach, um, and for me to work as hard as I can because people fought for me to be in school. You know, like some some kids miss school to fight for their rights to go to school, to fight for their rights to vote. And so it's it's really not an option for me to not want to do well. Um, and I think I think going from there, I'm empowered to do better, to be a better person, and to be an activist for rights in the best way that I know how, but also within um, my community and within, um, within our jobs, there's place for activism. And within our community, there's place for activism. And so teaching other people, educating other people, and being very frank and honest with them about how society is now, how we can work to be better people, and also holding others accountable, but also holding ourselves accountable. You know, there may be times where we slip up or we don't recognize the things right that's fresh off of this trip, but I think it's important to always recenter ourselves in this history. And I think by doing so, we're able to be a better, better suited for activism and better suited for changing the world and making the world a better place. <laughs>